pal key. What the hell's a pal key? Well, let me tell you, Greg. It's going to blow your mind. So that YouTube in the notes. Yep. So favorite part, well, favorite game, Metal Gear Solid, and it's where near the end you got a you got this pal key, a key, and you got to go to certain sections of the game to either warm it up or have it cold in order to use three separate um, slots for it to wake up Metal Gear. So I thought, you know what? Mix it with PAL, because we're in Europe. Well, almost, not for long. UK. And then key. And then there we go. Okay. You know, when you tried to convince me to do this podcast, I was already kind of dubious, because I was like, I don't play many games. (laughs) And now you've just confused the hell out of me even more. See, this is why... This podcast can be like an education, not just to you, but the yeah. five listeners as well. It's going to be great. All five <laughs> of you listening are going to go on a journey with me where Daryl tries to convince me to play more games and fill time that I don't even have already in my life with games. Yes, yes, definitely. It's going to work. I, I hope so. Probably not. <laughs> it won't, but it'll work. It'll, fi- it'll be fine. I can just fine. see Nat- I can see Natty now in a corner just throwing abuse as that listener. <laughs> I can see it yeah, now. The o- the only listener now is just switching off right now. It's just like, what are these guys on about? <laughs> and that is just like, get him off. No, doesn't yep. work. No, get him off. So, Pal, the only thing I ever remember about Pal is um, you had to have Pal games to play on my PlayStation One. Yes. Is that right? That's I right. I remember a friend of mine. Um, used to play Japanese games and stuff. He used to have a game called Winning Eleven, which I think was basically just like uh, Pro Evo. Yeah, yeah. But Japanese stuff. And in the good old days when you had a chipped PlayStation, you could play anything. Yes, that's right, yeah. And, I mean, we don't endorse crime, but, um, I mean, 20 years ago, it's the only way you could play (laughs) some games. Do you remember those stupid... Do they still do those adverts? Like, you wouldn't steal a car. I think oh, I don't watch much TV these days, but I'll tell you what, some YouTube adverts were like, oh, don't be buying that game online. Um, yeah. I don't mean completely online, just um, like from Amazon USA or um, like one of those like crazy Japanese um, shops where you have to like buy a gift card for the American Nintendo Switch yes. uh, shop and then create an account and then... There you go. And someone be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, no. Somebody was telling me that the other day that apparently the games on the, I think it's the American Switch store, are spectacularly cheaper than they are in the UK. Yeah, yeah. And Bayonetta, I think that's about uh, about £18, I'm Bayonetta, sure. Is, isn't that something that you used, like, used to have for tea when you was a kid? Like, you used to be able to get a mint one and a chocolate orange one. Oh, no, that's Vionetta. Oh, sorry. This is going to be a long podcast educating <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, when you put in the show notes, like, what games do you empl- enjoy playing? I was like, I don't know. Does FIFA count? <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. Sports games are banned. That includes FIFA, uh, NBA. There's bound to be an NBA. I think there's an NHL game. I remember playing an NHL game on my Mega Drive. Um What's the American football one called? Madden. You're not allowed to no no mention of Madden, please. No, 
No, no. I remember playing some golf games back in the day, like Tiger oh, Woods. Yeah, well, it's not going to be Tiger Woods anymore, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> no, we're, we're past that. That guy's days of sponsoring games are well over. <laughs> sponsoring anything. He can't really advertise. <laughs> in Poundland, it's over. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, I, oh, where, where should we start, Greg? So what know. are we going to talk about for, like, well, what are we going to fill the show with? Like, you just talking, just educating me on games. No, t- to be honest, <laughs> the the only games that I ever play are games that I enjoy playing, and that was kind of the the idea that we had. Um, yeah. To to kind of just talk about things. We're not going to talk about the news. We're not no. going to talk about reviews. We might talk about the occasional game that gets us excited. Um, but this isn't a gaming podcast by any stretch of the imagination. Let's be honest, because I am well and truly like. Not a gamer. I wouldn't even class myself as that. Although, ever since we had this conversation about the podcast, albeit with quite a lot of gin in our system, yes, true. Um, I've been. I went back and started playing my Switch again. The Switch, uh, when I first got it, just really dominated my life for a few weeks, which I think it did with everybody. I was just like, I'm playing this game, and then I'm playing this game, and then of course Mario Kart came out, so you just play that indefinitely. And it has kind of gone by the wayside a little bit after probably playing Mario to death for a few weeks. And then I kind of put it down for a bit. But since we kind of decided we were going to do a gaming kind of-esque podcast, I've been playing a little bit more on my Switch. Um, I have an Xbox One S, which the only time it turns... Every time I try and play on it, I'm just like, it, I, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to sit down and play a game. And then it's like, right, 23 updates are going to take you two days to install. <laughs> and I put the controller down and never bother again. Yeah, I mean, I've got a PS4, but to be honest, I'm my main game is watching YouTube, which is ridiculous. So <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's just sat there, and the Switch is sat on top of it with the dock. So, yeah. And I've just been playing Mario Odyssey for the last three weeks. So it's been great. Um, I'm but, tempted to go back to Mario. It was too short. Yes. Don't spoil it for me. I'm at the. Um, I'm just. Have you the... not finished it yet? No, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to savor everything. What? So I'm... that is true. I really tried to take my time, and people that I was on Twitter were like, "Oh, I finished it. I've got this many stars and that many stars." And I was like, oh, "I'm kind of trying." You kind of half want to take your time, but then really want to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I did kind of spoil myself by like finding out what happens near the end. Um, you watched it on YouTube, didn't you? Yes, yes, I did. I'm a bad Not man. For... But the main thing is, I know what to work towards. That's the main <laughs> thing. I have a goal, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> you have what a happened? goal, and you're going to do it. Yes. I mean, the thing is with the Switch, I'm finding it that it's better to play in handheld mode more than the TV mode for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. I really don't get it. But I'm playing like, well, alongside Mario Odyssey, but Fear Effect Sedna, that's a, a different thing. I'm doing a review of that for someone at the minute, but it's I don't it's even strange. know what you just said. This, well, is, that, this is how rubbish this podcast well, is going to be. <laughs> well, let me educate you, Greg, for this. So, okay. about the end of the 90s, there was a game called Fear Effect. Okay. And do you ever like, remember what the old Resident Evil games used to be like? I do, yes. I like those. Okay. Okay, so imagine it in that kind of camera angle gameplay esqueness, but mm-hmm. it's all cell shaded, and it's set in kind of like a a futuristic Blade Runner style Japan with guns, and um, the main characters are lesbians. 
cell shaded futuristic landscape in Japan lesbians. Uh, okay, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these were two games, and it was good because it was a lot of puzzles. But sometimes when you failed, sometimes in some games you just fail and then you'd have to start again or reload the game, and that's it. But here you actually had proper well, dare I say it, cutscenes, animated cutscenes, where you could you would find out what would happen if you failed the puzzle. So if you're trying to disarm a bomb um, and you failed, a cutscene of just yourself being blown up out the building and the hostage as well, or you just um, make a wrong step at this electronic floor and you just see everyone get electrocuted. And the thing is, the way it was done, it was done so funny that I just kept doing it all the time. And it was great. <laughs> and they brought it back for this um, Sedna game, this spin-off game. So, yeah, I implore you, Greg, to, to have a play of it. I'm, I'm going to be honest, mate. You've not convinced me, but I'm going to give it... Is that my homework? That's part of it, yes. That's my part homework. Of That's part of it? Jesus Christ, you're like, a, <laughs> you're like my secondary school history teacher. You like the homework, don't you? Yeah, you better believe it, Greg. Have you done Open Emu yet? Uh... No. Right, that's a red cross straight <laughs> I away. Can't, can't even try and like flag it because no. I, in fact, I could generally just just say yeah because I've probably played all the games that are on there anyway, but I'm not going to. I wouldn't lie to you, Daryl, and oh. the two listeners out there. I haven't. No. I've been well, that... uh, far too busy doing my own podcasts and um, trying to repair my home bridge, which we'll not go into because this isn't a technology podcast. No, no, certainly not. No, um, I, I've I've seen so much of Twitter and um, technology stuff, which I won't name. So it's all good. But, okay, good. But now, main thing is, open Emu on your iMac. That's going to be a treat. And I tell you why: twenty-seven inch of Tomb Raider two. You're going to love it. Do I not have to play the first one first? No. No, is it like it, an, is it like EastEnders? If I miss a game, I'm not going to understand the story. <laughs> uh, no, it's not Peggy Mitchell two. No, it's more like that shows how long ago you've watched EastEnders. I mean, I don't watch EastEnders much, but I know there's no Peggy Mitchell in it anymore. Really? I, I don't think so. Is is Frank Butcher there? Uh, isn't he dead? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he died about 10 years ago. But the main thing is, <laughs> is Open Emu, your iMac, and Tomb Raider 2 in 1997 graphics with, you know, a, a Venice river. I think, I, compare, I, think I compare my Xbox controller to my iMac as well. This might work. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm interested now. I've yeah. said this already, haven't I? Twice, at least. Yeah. You have, yes, yes. But third time lucky now, this is the charm. It's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it because if you pair certain controllers, like say your Xbox controller, your PS4 controller. I'm sure I can. I think what I happened? Yeah. I mean, Open Emu finds the controller and then automatically maps the keys. So right. maps, say, your like Mega Drive emulator keys with the mm-hmm. PlayStation controller or PlayStation with PlayStation 1, PlayStation 4 controller or, you know, whatever. But it kind of it makes it easier. Then you can map other things, like say, you know, press the PlayStation button to take a screenshot, or the Xbox button to rewind like a few seconds. So okay. it's really good. It's it's useful. It works. Um, 
yeah but and you've also got some filters on it so if you want to have it like a a classic crt curved display then you can greg you can on your imac so i bought a 5k imac and i can make it look like a crt monitor Yes, it's the future, Greg. Embrace it. It's going well, to work. actually no. It's the past, isn't it? It's the past, but but the new future. <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs> it might be the past, but it's your future. Okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I've got two bits it. of homework that I now have to do. Um, I can't promise it, Daryl, but I'm certainly going to try. Good. That's the main thing. I'm you giving it a eight out of ten tentative. <laughs> yeah just depends really if um, there is an episode two that's the main thing we'll see <laughs> depends on what these three listeners say we will see yeah that's true uh, and uh, if i don't uh i just won't record another podcast with you well that, that's it yeah that, that's the end really yeah that's actually that's i wanted to talk to you about something did you get your gin that i ordered you you did yes i thought it was you yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that was great bell was just typing away and i thought it was something like out of a movie. I was thinking, oh, God, I, I'm I'm having a mind block. No, I want to finish if this. If you pack. could have put notes on there, I'd have been golden. I'd have, I'd have been, I was going to say, when you take it over him, tell him that the blonde at the bar bought him it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only that app had notes. Amazing. Oh, that but would yeah. have been awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I just looked up and I saw someone come over and I thought, oh, no. Is he going to kick me out? Have oh, I been a riot? Don't. Yeah. And then he just comes over like, gin? Yes. Yeah, you don't turn out <laughs> gin, and then that was it. <laughs> As if you were going to say no, uh, yeah. gin. Uh, no, no, I'm not interested. No, if you saw me say no to gin, Greg, you know there's something seriously wrong. Yeah, you, you're like three quarters dead, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> that's the shit. That's it's all over. No, but yeah, I was happy, and it just you know got me to finish the piece, and that was it. But I tell you what, that app, it's fun, but it's also dangerous. Yeah, it is. It is very yeah. dangerous. At least when you go into a bar. And you've got like 30 quid. You know you can only spend 30 quid. But now, no, you don't even have to get up and go to the bar. Yeah. I think this kind of classes as a game as well. So it could it's be part game. of it. <laughs> <laughs> we win, in a sense. So that's the it main would. thing. Yeah, so, so <laughs> since we uh, drank far too much gin and talked about this podcast, I have been playing more games, as I promised. But I've mainly just been playing Zelda. Uh, I've got to admit, I decided I was going to start again. and. It's possibly the worst decision I ever made. I didn't realise how many hours I'd put into the game to get decent levels of hearts. And I think it's worse when you know what you've got to do. Like, I I know I've got to go get the Master Sword, but I need 13 hearts to do it. And I can't remember for the life of me where half of the shrines are. Yeah, that's the thing, because it took me a good day to get the hearts and then the Master Sword, because if you just took one, one wrong turn, then that was it, back to the beginning. And so, I didn't realise how easily you can be killed with, yes. like, four hearts. It's just, like, one shot, dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd play it again. Um, I mean, some games, like, you used to do, like, a new game plus. So you'd finish the game, but you can then start it over with what you collected previously. Mm, yeah. I'm not, sure, I, I'm not sure if that has that. Yeah, I have finished it, and I wish it just kind of carried on you know like uh spoiler alert when you kill ganon i wish mm. you could just like go off and find all the things i know you can kind of do that because it just goes back to your previous save but like ganon's there again um yeah so it's what that's one of the annoying things i wish you could just kind of explore the rest of the game having 
kind of completed it and I don't know, maybe like go around the rest of the castle and stuff and the bad guys are still there and all that sort of stuff. But um Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit strange. So I had yeah. I started again and the, the uh, I have to skip all the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, I I bet. I mean it would have been good if like this DLC would have extended the story or done a spin off of it. Yeah. Kind of I mean, kind of similar to how Zelda's Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask happened. Do you know the story mm. behind that? I don't remember ah, well, who you're talking well, to, Daryl. Come on. Well, right, here we gather go. round, kids. <laughs> it's time for a Daryl story time. <laughs> here we go. Gather round, kids. Right. Natty, stop. No, not again. Get in the corner. Right, Greg. So this is what's going on. So Ocarina of Time, it was released in 98. And, you know, it was delivered to critical acclaim. Everyone loved it except me, because I thought it was overrated, but still. And then at about 2000 time, uh, mm-hmm. they announced um, a, another Zelda game for the N64, and it was based off the same engine as Ocarina of Time. So instead of waiting three, four years for the next game, they did it in 18 months instead, okay. which is why in this new game called, well, I say new, then the game after Ocarina of Time called Majora's Mask is where it has a three-day time system. So you're in a certain little village and with the ocarina, you can go back in time, speed things up to get certain items before a haunting face moon destroys the land. Okay. Yeah, so that's good. Now, the reason I say that is because that would have been a perfect thing to to copy for a spin-off or DLC for Breath of the Wild because Mm -hmm. you could... Because it would have been good to maybe play as Zelda, maybe like during when Link was asleep, or yeah, you know, or just like even before, like Link lost his memory and was in that cryo sleep thing, just mm-hmm. to see what would happen as a prequel, um, or even you know, like, like you say after, you know, when you collected the bike from the DLC and stuff, maybe see what's like beyond like certain parts of a land. Uh, yeah, it could happen. It could still happen. It could happen at E3, but uh, I've lost my train of thought on that. Yes, make it. That was uh, a disappointing story, but yeah, I <laughs> I, um, I agree. I mean, there is ridiculous amounts of stuff to explore. I haven't even tried things like Eventide Island and all that sort of stuff where you have to kind of start again with just a stick, basically, yeah. and take over <laughs> thing. I cannot do the um, first download trial thing. Just cannot do it. I get to about eighteen, and that's it. By the way, I am rubbish at games. Um, that makes don't, the Master Sword active all the time. Oh, don't put yourself down, Greg. You've got potential. You can do it. I've got um, potential. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, yeah, a little bit, but you'll get there. That's the main thing. I don't think know. I've got a choice, have I? If I have to do this with you, I'm gonna have to play games, <laughs> aren't I? You are, yes, yeah. That's, I mean, that's I, I'll probably be divorced. Uh, both my kids will have disowned me, um, and I'll have lost my job. But I'll be able to do a podcast with you, Daryl. It's fine. <laughs> that's the main thing. You'll be playing Zelda on your five KM mic. It'd be great. <laughs> 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 I can see it now. It'd be great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I haven't played Zelda admittedly in a couple months because I've just been playing Odyssey and a and mm. Tomb Raider three as well, which we'll get into soon. But yeah, Zelda Breath of the Wild is definitely a really, really good game. Um, is it my favourite? Uh, the 3D side of it, of Zelda, yes. Um, but then they've got the 2D ones. 
like on the Game Boy or you know when it used to be on the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. and the NES. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite one of the two D ones is the Game Boy one, Link's Awakening, which I thought was great. Yes, I did have that way, way, way back in the day. I kind, I quite enjoyed playing a couple of them on the DS as well. Um, a Link to the Past, is it? Yes, yeah, that's it. Um, that past. was quite good. Yeah, I'm yes. sure it was that one. I can't remember now. Uh, the I bought the Triforce Heroes one as well, which was the, the one where you're supposed to do co-op and stuff. Uh, it just didn't really work because I bought it way after everybody had stopped playing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I remember that. But there's, there seems to be rumours that they're going to remake Link's Awakening. Um, right. And put it on, on the 3DS. Um, but there's nothing that's come of it yet. I think it's as rumoured as this Spyro, the Dragon remaster, is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be good to see. But I'd be curious as to think, well, why are they doing it on the 3DS when it could just be on the Switch instead and give it to me because I want to play it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't really yeah. see the point in that. At least if they're going to do it for the 3DS, they might as well do it for the Switch as well. Yeah, it's like in a, when they announced Luigi's Mansion for the 3DS in the last Direct. When Smash Brothers for Switch got announced, they said, oh, we're going to remake Luigi's Mansion. Everyone went, yeah. And then they said, and it's going to come out for 3DS. And some people just went, oh, right, me included. Because I just thought, it's a GameCube game originally, a console Mm -hmm. game. Yep. And instead, it's going to be on a console that's pretty much been out for about eight years now. Hmm. So surely it's time to bring it to the Switch. Yes, it does. It does, but we will see. There's been lots of stuff rumoured to the E3 Nintendo event, but yeah. But um, did you see the notes that I put of Sony's E3 keynote in 2005? Uh, I saw the note and didn't click on the link. Ah, okay. So this so could be your... technically, I did see it. This is true. Now, the main thing is if we get a sequel to this approved by the fans, uh, watch the YouTube link because it's definitely one of the worst conferences at E3 that you'll ever see. It's just incredible. Is it as bad as Michael Bay walking off stage at Samsung? Oh, possibly, because you hear like... Right, the I'm in. Of, yeah, I'm you, in. If it's, as, if it's as bad as that, then I'm in. I'm watching it. <laughs> all I say, all I say is just one right. hint to this is. Imagine it to my queue right now. Is a giant crab. Right, I did it. That's it. <laughs> Done. That's it. Good, good. And then you'll see just how bad it used to be at E3. It was great. Talk to me about direct. Then you you said you was um, saw Super Smash Brothers. Uh, I don't understand the hype of this Smash Brothers game. I don't get it. But I'm sure you're going to educate me and tell me how stupid I am. I just don't get it. I just not really into that sort of thing. It's pretty much like the last couple of generations own like Fortnite or PUBG. Yeah. But instead of it being online. I'm terrible at both of those games, by the way. Oh, well, you know, so am I. But, you know, that's the main thing. But. The thing is, Smash Brothers, it's it's a unique little thing. Because I first came across it on the GameCube. It was the second game in the series, Melee. So they had Smash Brothers 64, 
Smash Brothers Melee for the GameCube, then Brawl for the uh, Wii, and then it had the Smash Brothers for, you can probably guess, Wii U and 3DS, and it was Mm -hmm. called the Wii and 3DS. And now they've announced the new one for Switch, whereas people aren't sure whether it's a a port of the Wii 3DS versions bundled into a deluxe, or it's an actual, you know, Smash 5 game, a a proper sequel. Yeah. So I think the main draw to it is the fact that you can play as one of the favorite characters from Nintendo, but also it's the fact that you can do like certain handicaps where you can either like slow things down, customize, like say the items that you have. So you could be like a giant um, Zelda um, compared to like a mini Captain Falcon um, from F-Zero. And it's just the fact that it's just fun. That's the main thing, you know? And like the previous game had this amazing eight player battle Royale in Smash Brothers. And it was just crazy. And it was so fun. And it's just the fact <laughs> as well that you can just play it, you know, anywhere you are. And it's perfect for it. It's absolutely yeah. perfect. So like, say like one time, Greg, when you, when you say you get divorced and everything, you go, I have to sleep somewhere. It's like, Greg, bring your switch, get those joy cons. And then I'll bring a few people. And then there's straight away, there's like six of us playing on one switch. Boom. Right. You know, you know, and it's just fun. That's the main thing. So on Open Emu, Smash Brothers for N64, treat yourself. Right, okay, I'm writing it down. Good. So Good. I've got to play Tomb Raider 2. Yep. And Smash Brothers. Yes. Yes. Tomb Raider 2, you can either get on the Mac App Store, which is, I think it's only Oh, about yeah, you convinced me to buy that the last time. Uh, I did oh, actually I did... play it, but it's terrible. You can't use oh. the on-screen controls very well. Oh no! I mean the actual Mac version, not the iOS oh. one. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's much better on the Mac. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you got that. Yeah, N64. Um, we'll stay with that for now because there's plenty more emulators yeah, you could try. I'm sure, there, I'm sure there will be. But yeah, just to give you an idea of that. But I yeah. want that Crash Bandicoot game on the Switch. Oh, I pre-ordered it already. It's it's okay. on its way. Yeah, yeah. Out in July, I think. Yeah, it's not long, is it? Oh, I can't believe it. It's just that I mean, I've, I've purposely like not been playing the like my PS4 version just because I want to properly complete it on the Switch. Hmm. It's just amazing because Crash Two and Three are one of my favorite all time games, and to just see it like remastered is just ridiculous to me. I'm I'm playing it and just thinking. This plays the same, but it looks amazing. What's going on? And it was just, oh, Greg, yes. All the yes. Yes. All the yes. You have lots of all the things. I do, yeah. I just find it's more fun than what's out now. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Yeah. That's like what brought me to the Switch as well, because it's all about the games without sounding like a Facebook status. You know, you don't have to have use on it. Yeah, there's not... I've read quite a few posts on Reddit and and all that sort of stuff about why doesn't have a browser and why can't I have a Netflix app and why can't I have this and all sorts of stuff and I'm just like it's a games console why can't it just be that yeah yeah and you've got certain like websites going oh Hulu's on Switch yeah why did it take them this long and I'm thinking well let them take as long as it wants I don't care Hmm. 
bring bring some more games to it please i don't care if netflix isn't on it please yeah yeah i've just spent ridiculous amounts of money on cards on sd cards because i've filled them up extremely quickly i'm not one of these person that loves physical copies you're going to tell me you you buy all the cartridges now aren't you possibly (laughs) (laughs) why am i not surprised (laughs) i just like the fact you can just get the cartridge and put it in and then if you you know well god forbid but in the future if you want to resell them then Mm. you can whereas if you bought them you you can't do much and i don't really trust nintendo's online stuff to be honest yeah there is that And, and i don't understand how that it's the same price yeah, that's the thing, because there's uh, a game on Amazon. Um, it's called Wonder Boy. That's on the Switch, and mm-hmm. you can buy it, I'm sure, for like 15 quid, whereas on the eShop, it's about 40 quid. Yeah, that's it. I don't I don't get that. That's one of the only things that I don't understand, yeah. is why are they more expensive? Um, like, I was, gonna, I was tempted to buy Kirby the other day, but it's like 50 pound. Yeah, I I can't justify it. No. no Not for I just can't. A, a digital download. If anything, it should be cheaper, surely. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the fact that, you know, there's no packaging, there's no shipping, it just goes straight to your Switch. And that's like it. you say, if, if Nintendo just changed their mind. I mean, I bought quite a few digital copies on the 3DS, uh, and obviously that all goes to shit, doesn't it, when they when you buy a new console or they just decide that it doesn't work anymore. See, that's like the one thing that I'm always fearful about with consoles is the fact that if you buy something, then they're going to shut the store down eventually. So you're not going to be yeah. able to re-download stuff. It's like the um, the store on the PlayStation 3. I've got so many, as you'd probably be shocked by this, but many like PS1 classics and remasters and stuff bought that on the PS3. That doesn't surprise me. Well, there we go. And it's, and it's just right next to the PS4 because, for some bizarre reason, Sony doesn't support all of it on the PS4. Yeah. They just don't. For some reason, I, I I really this could be an episode in itself, but they just do not care about backwards compatibility. Whereas Xbox are amazing at it. Yeah, we had this conversation the other day, didn't we? Because I bought, yeah. uh, I think all three of the Fable games. Is there three or four? For, I don't know. I bought them all anyway because I was like, oh, I remember buying those, and bought yeah. them all for like six pound, seven pounds, something stupid like that, just after Christmas. Yeah, and I was absolutely surprised by how many Xbox three sixty games there is on there. Yeah, yeah, and the fact that they're actually improving some of the games as well yeah. on the Xbox One, like Halo 3 with like better textures and better lighting and draw distance. And you think, you know, you can pick that up at like CEX for a, probably a fiver yeah. and you'll get a better game. It's it's crazy, you know. Yeah, you would have thought that would be one of the uh, kind of things. I know there was some issues I remember back in the day. Believe it or not, I did actually used to work at game um, when oh. I used to play games. Um, I remember there being some issues with, I think it was the PlayStation 2 or the PlayStation 3. It couldn't do, it couldn't actually play the games. It kind of had to emulate it because they didn't own the technology behind it or something random like that. I kind of half remember there being some issues. So I don't know whether Sony's just doesn't care. I don't think they do because I'm sure I saw a post on Polygon once um, where they interviewed the one of the directors or or chairmen, I don't remember which, and they were just like, well, if you want to play an older game, then either look into our PlayStation Now service, which is a streaming service, or look to um, get a, a, one of our older consoles. And I'm thinking, no, <laughs> you know, we've, we're in an age where they've got the PS4 Pro, it's 4K, mm. 
Um, they've got a poultry collection of PS2 classics on the store, which are okay, but they could do so much more. I mean, there's so many games which are, can't really come to, you know, like the PS4. Um, there's one on the PlayStation 2 I used to play a lot of, and I own it now, like Onimusha. It's like Resident Evil with swords in mm. Samurai time. It's amazing. Um, but Capcom won't do a, a fourth game, a new entry. But there's been no efforts to kind of like port it to PS4 as a classic. You know, they're just not bothered about it, which I find strange, really. I can see that more happening to the Xbox because that came out to the original Xbox as a like an enhanced version. So, you know, um, I just want more support for it, really. But going back to the point is the fact that I have to still keep that PS3 going. And eventually, and it's coming up to, you know, about 12 years now since the store opened and the PS3 came out, mm. it could close at any time. And they've already and they've stopped making the consoles. They've stopped making the Vita pretty much now. Um, so it's looking, it's not looking good, Greg. It doesn't look good, does it? No. So I just need to keep it there. Yeah. They keep going on about how this will be the last console and everything. Everybody will play stuff on mobile and stuff, but I'm not convinced. Um, no, I just wish, no. I just wish that every new console should be able to play every single every game that's been done. I, yeah. I think that should just be a given. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they would they would make a killing from it. You know, I've, I guess that's why Nintendo do it on cartridges, isn't it? Because they don't have to. You remember those weird GameCube discs that were like tiny little things. Yeah, yeah, like mini discs. Yeah, they said it was to stop piracy, but I'm convinced it's just so they don't have to backwards compatibility every anything. <laughs> we can't decide if it's cartridges or CDs or what, so we're just going to do everything. I mean, they made um, GameCube backwards compatibility on the on the Wii, so you just put a like a a Mario Sunshine GameCube disc into a Wii, and it would work. So that's pretty. Now, good. I, now I love that game, Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's rumours of that coming to the Switch. <gasps> That'd be ace. Give me that and Mario Galaxy, yeah. and I'm in. Yeah. Well, Mario Galaxy's already on a, an NVIDIA tablet, which is crazy. How do, you, how do you do Mario Galaxy on an NVIDIA tablet? <laughs> yeah, what they've done, they've it looks like they've actually ported the game to the tablet. So any kind of, like, with the, like, Wii Remote controls, they ported it, I'm sure, to, like, a like one of the analog sticks instead. Right. But, we say it, but we say it works absolutely fine, but it's widescreen, 1080p, native, hmm. mind, and you can buy it like in a Chinese store on an Android tablet for like 10 quid. Bargain. Yeah, and I think, why on earth are people in China on a terrible NVIDIA tablet getting this and not on a Switch, which is like one of the number one bestsellers of yeah. last year <laughs> you think what are you doing nintendo because i've always found with nintendo they'll do three steps forward and two back and two back is the voice chat which they try to do with splatoon 2 which was a mess because you've had to puck up your bloody iphone with your earphones. yeah it was weird when it, i didn't even try it it doesn't really interest me if there's one thing that i don't want to do when i'm playing games online is talk to people that's yeah, why yeah. I play games at home, because I don't like social interaction. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always getting the feeling now that Nintendo do it so difficult, and their online stuff is because they prefer 
people to be in the same room when they're playing multiplayer, which, you know, up to a point, I agree, because in Lincoln, there's a gaming bar. And when you've got, like, say, five of your friends around you playing like Mario Kart or Smash Brothers or whatever, it's it's a better time. It really is. You know, whereas, you know, (laughs) you've got some guys now just with the headphones on playing PUBG on their Xbox One X. Hmm. And it's like it's not the same. At all. I once made the mistake of playing Halo online and got oh, abused by, God. like, 12-year-olds. <laughs> oh, great. Never again. No. Never. Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It makes me yeah. feel sad when I get killed by 12-year-olds. <laughs> oh, dear. That's that's a whole other podcast in itself. But, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 All the years. Well done, Daryl. All the years. Anything else interesting at Direct then? Um, Have a Direct. They. Oh, what was it? It was really just Smash Brothers because it was. So I'm going to have to buy that then, aren't I? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just goes without saying. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be end of the year, like a Christmas release for it. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. They've announced they're going to show it at this tournament thing at E3. So. We haven't got long to to see what it's like. Um, so, yeah, I think there's not going to be any announcements or, or Nintendo Directs until E3, really, because Smash Brothers on its own can carry itself a few months. It really can. Mm. And if a Spyro Remastered finally gets announced, then, you know, I think that'll help things as well, especially if it gets goes um, for the Switch as well. So Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Please. Yeah, Pretty pleased with the cherry see. on top. Yeah, we will see. But yeah. Uh, so 41 minutes, Daryl. You've mentioned Tomb Raider about 14,000 times. Uh, <laughs> it's time for Daryl's Tomb Raider 3 diary. Yes, it certainly is. So I made a promise to little Billy. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. It's just me. I made a promise to myself the fact to finish the third game of Tomb Raider because... I didn't properly complete it when I wrote about it a few years back. You didn't um, properly complete it. You either completed it or you didn't. Well, I did it by glitches. So the first oh, level... Daryl. I know. The first level you can complete in another two minutes because this is like how far back we're going. Because of the foliage at the top in this India level, it's actually a, like solid objects. So you can climb onto these like moulded ledges made of bush. And that sounds filth. But you can, and then you Old grab is made of bush. I like it. <laughs> That's a title. And then once you've done that, you just go straight to the end, um, dive under this door, and then you complete the level. That's it. And then there's some other levels throughout the game which had this. But I thought, no, I'm going to do this legit. Don't you worry. And in fairness, the level only took me about half an hour. It's really easy. So <laughs> pretty pointless. But it's definitely one of the harder games because sometimes you just don't know what's going on. And then when you uh, complete the first three levels, which is set in India, as I said, you get a choice to choose where you want to go. So it's either Nevada or South Pacific or London, mm. which is a total bastard because London is absolutely difficult. Um, but what as I did, it is in real life, really. Well, yes, yeah. Well, indeed, yes. Um, so I picked Nevada first because you lose your weapons in one of the levels. 
and it's terrible trying to get them all back. And it's only three levels instead of four compared to the other ones. And it's got this weird thing near the end um, of Nevada where you find a spaceship and the outside of it looks, you can just run around it in about under 10 seconds easily. Right. But then when you open this trap door below this UFO and you climb in, it's massive. It's, it's, it's bigger on the inside. It's an actual TARDIS. It, it's amazing. Um, I got shot at and died. But the main thing is, it's, it was... <laughs> but it did was you enjoy yourself? Just about, yes. Just about. So now I found myself at South Pacific, which even now I think looks amazing. Um, hmm. But it's definitely one of those where the hell do I go kind of levels because you find yourself in this coast... Then you find yourself at this um, tribe, tribal village and then you come across some quicksand and then you die and you've got to do the whole thing again. So I'm there at the minute. I'm there. First level of four in South Pacific. Okay. Um, but it's the third level of that um, part is what I'm really dreading because, Greg, in certain levels you get to drive some vehicles, whether it's a quad bike a minecart, this weird swimming contraption thing, or a kayak. And that okay. is, Greg, one of the worst controls I've ever had controlling a kayak because you just don't know what you're doing at all. And then if you, like, take the wrong turn or do, like, a big jump, you lose half your health, which is great. Right. Yeah. So if you take a wrong turn, you lose half your health. Yeah, because then spikes just appear out of nowhere through this um, rapids, which is fun. Oh. Yeah, that, that's that's lovely. So I'll send you some videos of that just to see um, what I mean. But yeah, it's mm. it's terrible. Um, but I'm aiming to get it finished by the end of the month because I'm going to this um, buffet reception of the composer of the three games. So he, mm-hmm. long story short, he did a, a concert a couple of days co- Days, a couple of years ago, that I went to. And he played all the songs like live with an orchestra. It was amazing. It really was. Played at the Hammersmith in London. And then he spent most of last year doing a Kickstarter to make sure the album was funded. And then it did get funded. Recorded it all end of last year. And it's been released, well, end of this month. And because, you know, I, I backed it with those gold coins, I was entered into a raffle. One raffle, so I'm going to London at the end of the month to um, go to the launch. So that'll be interesting. Oh, fancy! I have to wear a, a suit and everything, Greg. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, suit! <laughs> so yeah, I might just you know just do a live stream of of it and just put it on this podcast. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But the main thing is, Greg. I think you're just drunk. Stuff. You're just too excited, aren't you? I'm a little bit excited. Yeah, you're getting carried away. Do you have you 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 kind of have a man crush thing on Tomb Raider, don't you? Is it de- would you call it an obsession? I'd say it's a healthy obsession. <laughs> a healthy <laughs> obsession with Tomb Raider. Yes, certainly. Yes, there's worse one- things to have an obsession with. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I was watching this documentary last week where um, a guy was obsessed with the singer Tiffany. Um, so that was an interesting documentary. Um, it's called I Think We're Alone Now, and it shows us these two guys who think they're meant to be with Tiffany. If he's obsessed with Tiffany, he's definitely alone. 
<laughs> there it is. Yes. Yes. Well, he doesn't want to be alone with her. She doesn't want to be alone with him. I, Certainly I, not. I, I wouldn't want to be in the same room as him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that was a good documentary. But uh, yeah, I mean, people get... Well, the thing is, people like remember things in their childhood, whether it's, you know, it could be a TV yeah. show. Mm-hmm. It could be a game. It could be a football match, a football team. Um, a a soft drink, Granite with Fanta. Whatever it uh, is. Whatever. But yours is Tomb Raider. Yes. What was yours, Greg? Um, anything that I'm obsessed with and I'm still obsessed with now. What you were uh, like, remember from when you grew up that you thought, oh, yeah. Do you know what my first gaming memory is? Is one Christmas, my mum bought me a PlayStation, but in true mum style she i already knew i was getting it because i was there when she bought it um (laughs) so for at least a month i was taking it out of the box playing on it when she wasn't at home and putting it back in and i (laughs) i got i got cool borders three with with the game something in cool borders three and when i unwrapped it on christmas day i was like an expert at that game my mum was like, how the hell are you so good at that game? I was like, I just must just clicked straight away. <laughs> what she didn't realise, I hope my mum's not listening to this podcast, is that I'd been playing on it for at least a month every time she wasn't at home. That's amazing. I think your mum deserves to be on this podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, I have news. Remember yeah. Cold Borders 3. Remember well. Cold Borders 3, mum? <laughs> I've got a confession to make. <laughs> oh, I remember that game. I, well, I remember playing the second one because you used to like bringing them out on the cheap on the Platinum series. Yes. Oh, the whole Platinum games be... on the PlayStation. Yeah, where the cover used to be silver. Yes. Like, oh, what's this? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, I remember playing that. Um, yeah, but I tell you what, what I do miss, which there's no chance of happening now, is demo discs in magazines. Oh, yes. Demo discs in magazines. Yeah. Yeah. I've been mm. wanting to do something about this, like a series for ages, because I've got like so many in a drawer and they still work on the PlayStation 3. So I'm there and it plays like, well, it's got two or three playable demos of maybe mm. um, <coughs> Buster Move, um, Wipeout 3, uh, let's see, Final Fantasy 8, and then like video trailers for like Tekken 3 or Crash yeah, Band. Yeah or spyro and it's like what's going on but it's so good it's so good and they have to press like a certain button combination to exit the demo as well it's oh it's mad but then again other things you come across demos of games which didn't have levels that don't exist in the final game which is so yeah well tell you what i'm (laughs) i'm gonna go back to tomb raider one more time greg because this is relevant Go on then, I'll let you. Right. So they had a demo of Tomb Raider 3 on this uh, PlayStation magazine once. And as soon as you played it, you had one of the Nevada levels. And it was a mix of the final uh, two levels of Nevada, but in one level on the demo disc. But the sounds were different. Certain graphics were different. And the whole layout of the level was different as well. So you were playing this around the time it came out in maybe September time, and the game would come mm-hmm. out in November, December, and you play it and you think, oh, yeah, I know this game. I'm playing it in the demo, and you think, no, I haven't. No, it's totally different. I haven't got a clue. And you, 
you know, back in the day, you couldn't How very go, weird. And you couldn't go straight back to it and think, oh, yeah, it was. So, yeah, it had those weird demo moments. So, yeah, that's my final Tomb Raider fact of the day for you, Greg. Well, I feel all the better for you telling me that. <laughs> you certainly sound like it, Greg. And that's the main thing. You're like one of those weird people that buys like all the obscure Bob Dylan bootleg stuff, aren't you? You're just like a <laughs> a, a real obsessive fan. You uh, Only a proper Tomb Raider nerd would know that. Well, I mean, I've certainly met very passionate Tomb Raider fans um, mm. across my travels, Greg, and... Um, I couldn't possibly comment further on who I've met <laughs> in my travels, but they are certainly all nice people. Don't get me wrong. They right. really are. Uh, I've got a bone to pick with you. You haven't even seen the Tomb Raider film yet, have you? No, no, no. It's on my list, um, but no. I mean, I would have seen it tomorrow because I've got two days off after this. I'm at a wedding with the other half tomorrow and then staying over at a hotel. But um, You're yeah. at a wedding tomorrow? Yeah. Who gets married on a Wednesday? I know everyone's, everyone's saying that. But I think it's because that it's half term at the moment in parts of Manchester. It's cheaper. <laughs> and yeah. And because they're all teachers, it just all works out. Um but yeah, it's <laughs> it's teachers odd. don't work weekends. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a strange couple of days. So if you see me on Twitter, like me and Jin, as you know, again or on yeah, so, Instagram. So you're gonna be drunk on a Wednesday. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'm sure it's a free bar, so that's going to be interesting. I'll be like, barkeep, gin, please. Just, <laughs> yes, do it. That'll be interesting. Barkeep, gin. And have you got a PlayStation hanging around? I want to play Tomb Raider. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about the demo disc. Come on. <laughs> Quick, grab hold of that mouldy ledge. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, the mouldy ledge works. Not, not what I said. That's just filth. The mouldy yes. ledge. Yes, yes. Um, oh yeah, I've just <laughs> I've just seen you type it in. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I love the autocorrect as well. A healthy obsession with tomb raised. Yep, we're raising a tomb I, now. I have a um, a personal hatred of Apple's autocorrect. Now uh, it's a whole rant I've got prepared about um, differential privacy. But we're not again. We're not going to go in it because this is a gaming podcast. It is. Yeah. But I'm sure there's no harm in mentioning our other podcast. I mean, I've just got the one. You've got about 64. So, you know, just just casually mention them. <laughs> what can I say? I like talking about stuff. <laughs> just go mad, Greg. What what kind of podcast is this for the three listeners who aren't aware? Which one? My podcast. I have Bring, I have bring Your Own Device, which you should all subscribe to, which is, a, I would say, Apple-centric, but not exclusive technology podcast yes um i I have my own solo podcast which uh i did because you told me to daryl um which is just called gr36 which is me by the way hit me up on twitter at gr36 (laughs) um i actually sidebar to that story i can't remember what shop it was in they asked me for an email address for uh, an electronic receipt Okay. I gave I gave them my email address, which obviously is at gr36.com. Yes. Um, and they were like, "Gr36, what's that?" I said, "Oh, it's uh, I'm a blogger." And they were like, "So what the hell's Gr36?" And I was like, "It just spells Greg." And they were like, "Oh, that's clever." 
<laughs> oh, oh. Did you like just feel like an overwhelming sense of I have to leave now? Yeah, the the actually the only reason I have that the GR three six is that started on Xbox Live. When I bought an Xbox three sixty, I signed up for Xbox Live and Obviously, even though I was one of the first people to get an Xbox 360, because at the time I worked at Game, um, th- obviously I didn't want to be like Greg four five two ZP twelve. So I came up with GR three hundred and sixty, and I've been GR three hundred and sixty ever since on everything, all the things. I am GR three hundred and sixty. So pretty much all of this started because of games. Because of Xbox That's- Live, yeah. Because of games, yeah. So that that's really what's that? So you must have some stories of your game times. Uh, yeah, the 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 weirdest one was King Kong. Did you ever play that game on the Xbox 360? Yes, yes, I did. And this was back in the day where game did ten day exchanges, so you could buy a game, and if you didn't like it, you could just take it back in ten days and just exchange it for a new one. So I played all the games. I think oh there was about 12 release games for the Xbox 360 and they introduced gamer points at this stage and no no manufacturer do you call a manufacturer no no developer of games really knew how to do this kind of whole gamer points thing so basically they just gave you points for playing the game and okay. King Kong was like a ridiculously easy game to complete it, you you couldn't really go far wrong it was really linear it wasn't very difficult, and you could probably polish it off in a day or a couple of days, and it gave you a thousand gamer points. So everybody in the shop played it to get a thousand gamer <laughs> points because that was in the stage where everybody was obviously at the same level. Now, obviously, you go on Xbox Live, and there's people that have got like hundreds of millions of thousands of gamer points. Well, yes, um, but this obviously it was just kind of a competition between us all to get the most gamer points, um, and that was a really weird. Horrible movie tie-in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've played some pretty bad movie tie-in games in my time. Um, Street Fighter, the movie, the game. That's a highlight. Uh, what else? Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, a... whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. There's a Street Fighter, the movie, game. Yeah. Surely Street Fighter is a game anyway. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Inception in Inception. It's, yeah, so they you're made, playing. So they made a game of a movie of a game. Yeah, yeah, and it's the thing is the, and the I think graphics... Street Fighter was a comic. Was Street Fighter a comic book? Was that before or afterwards? I'm not sure. No, but it... no, 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 not not a comic book. No, um, no, 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 Greg, no, no. So it was a game of a film yeah. of a game, and you know how Mortal Kombat was kind of like, uh, it's hard to explain. It kind of like motion, like. Like when you played it, you knew it looked like it was an actual person. Yes. In a sense, Mortal Kombat, yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like of that style as well in that game. Right. So you're pre- pretty much playing as Jean Claude Van Damme as Guile, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Was and Kylie, Minogue... Kylie Minogue was in it. I remember that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Kylie Minogue. And, and the weird bloke that's in the Adams family, he was. Um, yes. M. Bison. I don't know what his name is. I know what yeah. his name is. Yeah. Get on that as well. Yes. Street Fighter, the movie, the game. That's just ridiculous. I can't promise to game that, play that, because that sounds terrible. <laughs> yes. That could be another episode. Terrible movie tie-ins of games. Terrible movie tie-ins, all made by EA. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> there is actually one I can think of as well. The, oh, oh, they the, back in the day they just literally made every movie tie-in. They I think I'm pretty sure they made all of the Lord of the Rings games, all of the Harry Potter games, all that sort oh. of crap. Oh no. Well, to be fair, I remember the first Harry Potter game being Before they became game. evil, obviously. Well, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um there's a few James Bond games which are just no. Just no. No. You can't beat Goldeneye though, can you? I mean every every James Bond game after Goldeneye was doomed. Yeah, but I have to say the Everything or Nothing game on the PS2 with Pierce Brosnan, that was a very good game of Bond. It wasn't a movie tie-in. Just the, just the shame but... the uh Pierce Brosnan Bond films were terrible. Oh, Goldeneye was great, but it did get worse as it went along. Yeah. It did. Yeah, the game is I, much better than the film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tomorrow Never Dies, I thought, was a good film. But as soon as they went to Beijing, ruined. Absolutely ruined, I thought. Oh. I remember that. Yeah. It's like, let's go to Beijing. Okay. And they go to this stealth boat, which looks nothing like a boat. It looks like an upside-down bridge. And then when it zooms in and you see Bond and Wildling or someone and go in the boat... It's like a massive fortress, and they're looking out to the sea, even though there's no windows from the outside. It doesn't make sense, Greg. You'll have to see it. Oh, I'm um, stop giving me homework. <laughs> it's it's good. You're gonna you're out of a job soon. You've got all the time in the world. It's gonna be great. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So I've plugged all my stuff, Daryl. Um, you mentioned you write for some websites, doing some reviews. Yes. So I'm trying to just you know spread those crazy gin wings out because at the minute um gin wings yeah yes almost every, every single wing is a gin bottle that i've had okay. in my past yeah and okay. even we've got the glass that you ordered for me as well mm-hmm. it's a good time um but it looks like at the minute outpost is more like kind of a podcast hosting site at the minute with random thoughts okay um, as post now and again so the podcast is called outpost show and it's where people come on and they talk about the iPad that they have and what they use it for, whether it's development, lifestyle, gin, photos for some crazy reason. But I'm also kind of slightly changing it because I'm noticing everyone I interview who has an iPad also has a Switch and they bring it with them. So okay. that's that's an interesting one. So that's going to be resuming from this weekend every fortnight. And there's a few bookings. So that'll be encouraging. That's all good. I'm also thinking of ideas for WWDC. Um, so we'll see whether that's going to be a crazy multi-guest show. I don't know, Greg. Who knows? Who knows? Who who knows, Greg? Who, Let's who knows open the phone Greg? lines. <laughs> Call the one. Uh, no, no, we, we lost it. <laughs> What's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not right. It's just nasty on the other end of, end of the phone. Just going, No! No iPads. Get out. No, it's a mess. No, Natty, no. <laughs> There's lots of Natty abuse in this episode. Oh, it, I see what I was listening to that podcast of Bring Your Own Device. I'm just casually walking along and I just hear Natty just go, what are you doing, Daryl? Getting him drunk. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like breaking the fourth wall podcast wall. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> talking directly to you through the medium of podcasts which we do yeah. anyway we are talking to you dear listeners through the medium of podcasting we certainly are we certainly are right now but yeah ever so since Darryl. then but yeah well, go up 
And yeah, ever since then, um, or even before that, when he swore unexpectedly, um, I just had this vision now of him beside a fireplace um, <laughs> on his Mac and just kind of cursing the world. And then sometimes when the light comes on on the microphone, it just gets recorded by the off chance into BYAD. <laughs> how did you know how we record episodes? That's We just give oh. him some pills and stick a microphone in front of him. <laughs> it's like a three-hour recording, and then you just edit yes. it down. <laughs> that's right, yeah. To be fair, that's probably about right. If you're not... I put a random bit of an outtake in this week in the front of this week's show, which was quite entertaining. Yeah, I noticed that. That was good. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> oh no, I don't know how you can edit this one, but um, Godspeed. I don't know, Daryl. But should we do another one? Uh, I'd say so. I think we've we've um, pretty much hobbled along best we can. Hobbled You've got your homework to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm I gonna... have. I think I'm next good. week might be longer because I've got to play. What have I got to play? I've got to play some games on. Open right, let's let's recap. EMU. Let's recap. Right, yeah, so what you're going to do, and maybe, like, I, I don't know how this podcasting works, maybe on a chapter we can have a picture of you or with your iMac playing Tomb Raider 2. Who knows? Okay. Uh, right, so, so I've you... I've got to play Tomb Raider 2. Yeah. I've got to play Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, on the N64. On the N64, and I think that was it. And maybe as a bonus, Street Fighter the movie the oh, game. Street Fighter the movie the game. It sounds terrible, but I'll give it a go. Street Fighter the movie the game. That 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 gives me three games to go at, I guess. Yes, and it gives you time to see what Open Emu is like as well, especially when you pair it with your Xbox controller. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. Yes, and then I will play more of Tomb Raider three and see if I can get past South Pacific and then get to the nightmare levels of London and its square St. Paul's Cathedral because Mm. they couldn't do circles in PlayStation times. No, can't do in PlayStation times. Yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes. Uh, But yeah, that's all good. And now, Greg, a word from our sponsors. Uh, There isn't any. Okay, right. Well, um, thank you, sponsors. (laughs) It's been fun. Um, 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 Let's see. Um, I'm just looking around for some. I have a candle. This candle sponsors the podcast. Um, it's called Christmas Eve because I saw it at a sale of one pound and I haven't lit it yet. Um, we are sponsored by a candle, Greg. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not, no. No, we're not. Right, uh, right, I'm away to play on these games. Um, we shall see if we can manage another episode and test the waters should we say you can always tweet at us i am at gr36 daryl is at daryl baxter d-a-r-y-l baxter b-a-x-t-r yeah, don't, don't spell daryl's name wrong no please don't like it no please don't um but until then goodbye my friends i shall see you all after i played all these ridiculous amounts of games goodbye people <laughs>